Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is Wisdom's Echo, and my name is Parker Thomaston. As always, I am just so delighted to have this opportunity to share my heart with you, and I want to thank you for engaging with us uh, on this journey. It's it's such an honor and privilege to be a part, and I love being able to just share my heart and receive feedback uh, from incredible men and women all over the world uh, who are engaging with us on this journey. So thank you for that. Um, today, I want to talk to you about the value of the tangible. Now, You've probably heard different expressions um, such as talk is cheap or a picture is worth a thousand words. And, and a lot of times we settle for things that are spoken and things that are heard. But I want to encourage you to continue um, to believe and set yourself uh, to just have faith that the word of Yahweh would become tangibly manifested in your lives. If you are not receiving of the fruit of Yahweh's goodness to you, then I want to encourage you to, to dig deeper. Uh, I want to encourage you to press in because um, when your heart is filled with joy and ultimately peace, uh, you begin to realize that there is something that is made, uh, it's just made real in our lives that you and I are able to partake of. And so I want to start off by asking you a question. What does it mean to be made tangible? It kind of sounds um, cliche at times, uh, but you've probably heard me quote this before. One of the the greatest quotes um, that I have held on to over the years, um, and it was from my spiritual father's spiritual father, and that's Apostle F. Nolan Ball in Panama City, Florida. He said, I will continue to persevere until I hold in my hand the dreams that I have held in my heart. And so when we talk about tangibility, we're talking about something that is made real. Um, the definition of the word tangible means to be capable of being perceived especially by the sense of touch or sensibly real. And I just want to say that it does take a high degree of maturity to be able to produce something. And and unfortunately, many Christians spend their entire lives dependent upon what Yahweh is able to do for them. And these relationships are always one-sided. And I would even dare say that they are exhausting because there's always going to be a need and always a desire for self. Um, it's, it's, it's one of these things like we experienced a church service last night where there was a young man um, living in Oklahoma that was hit coming home from working a night shift by a drunk driver. Literally hundreds of bones in his body were shattered. And while he was in the emergency room, his wife would stream the service um, that we were partaking of here in Mobile, like, you know, several hours, I mean, like more than probably 12 or 15 hours away. But there was um, just something incredible that happened, and we had begun to pray and declare for healing, and not just healing, but wholeness over this man's body. Now, this stuff happened back in June, if I'm not mistaken, and here we are towards the middle to end of November, 
and and his wife uh, begin to share the praise reports of how his body was being healed. Well, last night something amazing happened. He walked into our church building here in Mobile holding one of his sons. And we just begin to throw the biggest party of thanksgiving and gratitude for Yahweh's goodness of something miraculous that had taken place in his life. And it's like if we cannot get excited about about this, this was not just the desire for ourselves of believing for a financial breakthrough or, or a promotion in our job. This was a life of resurrection that was on the verge of death and disability that this young man was made whole. And he walked in here holding his child. And so I I just want to say that that whenever you have an opportunity to witness the goodness of God being made tangible in our lives, we have a responsibility to throw the biggest party of celebration and rejoicing that we can just we can just rest and, and find peace in God's goodness in our lives. Because there is a point in our relationship with Him where Yahweh trusts us enough to do something on His behalf. And He's going to share His heart with you. And He's going to give you an opportunity to present His word back unto Him fulfilled. Now, you all know Elijah Ward and you love him. He's a part of Wisdom's Echo. He's a part of um, flight school and so many other things. Um, he is a powerhouse. I am so honored to call him a friend. But I was reminded of a post that he placed on on Facebook recently. I say recently. It's probably earlier this year. But he said the problem is that our generation often seeks God not in pursuit of Him, but in pursuit of what He can do for us. We ask for miracles instead of wisdom, and in doing so, we maintain a posture of receipt rather than a posture of pursuit. We love the story about Moses lifting his staff and parting the seas that were the obstacle of his deliverance, but we forget that Noah lifted his hammer and spent 100 years Years constructing a vessel of deliverance. We have been so obsessed with the mosaic grace for monetary intervention from God that we devalue the Noahic grace to steward generational faithfulness unto God. So I, I just want to encourage you more so than anything today to remind you that God is real. And I know this seems extremely foundational, but when we shift our perspective from hands out to hands raised, where we are not just believing for the needs that we have in our life and we're not coming to God over and over again with repetitious prayers of reminding Him what is lacking in our lives, but we stand in a posture of gratitude and thanksgiving, praising Him for His goodness. This is where things shift. This is where things begin to turn because it it shows an increase or a progression in a level of maturity not in something that we've earned, but it's it's in a sense that we have almost come into a, a partnership or a representation of who Yahweh has created for us to be. Rather than just believing that He's good and He's righteous, we believe that we are we are righteous as well. And so because of Moses' obedience, a generation was actually
actually led out of captivity into freedom. However, check this out, because of Noah's obedience, mankind was saved and given a chance. This is where the slate was wiped clean and we were given another chance. It was it was the fact that Noah was asked to obey the word of God to to prepare a a safe place to prevent <laughs> prevent his family from being destroyed by something that had not yet existed. And so how do you think that that makes him look? How do you think that makes him feel is that his preparation was to to create a preservation, if you will, of of something that had not yet been witnessed. It had not existed. It had not been seen. It had not yet been encountered. And in that degree of faith and relationship, it 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 also accompanies a blessing. And that blessing is safety. That blessing is solitude. That that blessing is peace and rest and joy. It it is life and life abundantly. And and I just want to remind you that whenever you and I look for shortcuts to expedite the process, we are are simply compromising the integrity of what we build. When things are rushed, the quality of effort is less than optimal, and oftentimes necessary steps are left undone. So if If you want to understand the next thing that Yahweh has called you to be able to do, go back and find yourself to be faithful and obedient and trusting of the last thing that he told you to do. It's it's one of those where it's kind of like, almost like Simon says, um, but we should not even have to be treated like children. It's not a game of red light, green light. Okay, go, 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 now stop, now go, now stop, now stop, now stop. It is that that it is an ever-increasing glory from glory to glory because of who Yahweh has created for us to be and what he has designed for you and I to produce. He is not just just doing this on his own. He's waiting on sons and daughters. Romans chapter 8, it is it is all of creation standing on tiptoe, <laughs> waiting for the revealing of the sons, not, not the arrival. There is a difference between transformation and transfiguration. Transformation is a change of state where you go from one thing to another, but transfiguration is a revealing of the divine nature. In Yeshua, Jesus the Christ is our model that we look after and we see him in his glory, and he was not transformed. And so I, I understand that there's a lot of scripture that call us, you know, as, as transformed figures, but Jesus, Yeshua, is my model. He is the prototype. And, and he was just allowing himself to pray. And upon the Mount of Transfiguration, it was, we've talked about this recently. It was that there was a revealing of his divine nature. And I believe that you and I are in a time and in a place where it's time for our divine nature to be revealed, that we don't have to change out of, you know, worthlessness into glory. It's that we are glory that is awaiting to be revealed, not to be arrived or to be found on the scene for a change. It's that we've been here all along, but we have just been identified improperly. And that's what this tangible manifestation is. Is it it is that you and I are capable of being perceived 
in a sense of touch and sensibly real as sons and daughters, the glory of Yahweh made manifest here on earth as it is in heaven. And today I I sense an urgency in the spirit that you and I begin to to begin and finish things that Yahweh has instructed for us to do. Procrastination is the enemy of progression because it delays the process. And Yahweh is calling for you and I to move forward. So I believe that we're in a time where the building begins, and this is a huge compliment that Yahweh trusts you and I enough to build. So today I encourage you, set yourself to see things made tangible in your life. If there are things that you're believing for, the things that are not, call them as though they were. Set yourself there because it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So family, we love you so much. I'm so grateful for you joining with us today on this. And I hope that this has encouraged you to see that Yahweh is bigger than than the things that are not. <laughs> I know we know this stuff, y'all, but I, I just want this to be a, a an, an encouragement or a reminder to you that he sees where you are, he hears your heart, and he is, is just waiting for us to be able to establish this earth as the kingdoms of our God and his Christ are already established in heavenly places. So family, we love you. Thank you for your engagement, and we look forward to the next time we have together.